0: Hey, what's up you guys and welcome back to the Creepy and Paranormal Show. I hope that you've all been looking after yourselves and keeping safe. It's really awesome to see how much um, great response we received from our video last week with Jared when we did the Pilgrim's Wrist video. I see a lot of people enjoyed that story and we are definitely going to be diving into a lot more stories like that and doing live interviews with people who have experienced these things for themselves. But today's story... Seeing that it is our elections on Monday, I thought why don't we do something that is South African inspired. And with my favorite time of the year, which is Halloween, just around the corner on Sunday, let us do a South African ghost story. And I'm going to be giving you about five ghost stories that are inspired by, well inspired and happened in South African areas. So that is what we can expect from today's show. But first, let us take a quick ad break. Now if there's one thing that I love more than doing creepy and paranormal videos, it is eating pizza. But not just any pizza. Pizza from Little Naples Pizzeria. Their menu offers a great selection of pizza, calzone, tramezzinis as well as pastas. And they also offer burgers, chips and buffalo wings, which is something really great to add on the side of your pizza. They prepare their food using only the highest and quality fresh ingredients, so you can be sure that you will taste freshness with every bite. Now, Little Naples Pizzeria is based here in Impala Park. Um, Just down the way, I think it's number 24 Freeland Road. And I'll tell you something, guys. They have the biggest selection of pizzas. I think that's probably my biggest nightmare is having to look at the menu and make a decision on only one pizza. Luckily for us, there are seven days in a week, which means you could try seven pizzas. (laughs) In an ideal world, yes. Guys, come on, you gotta hit, hit up Little Naples Pizzeria to order and taste the best pizza in town. They now have two branches and are looking to expand, so if you wanna own your own store, please feel free to contact them as well. That's Little Naples Pizzeria. Now back to the show. Let us start with our first story The Ghost of Maria Rue, Union Dale's infamous Hitchin bra to Be. According to urban legend, Maria Charlotte Rue had recently become engaged to Gil Oberhauser in 1968 and over the Easter weekend of that year the loving couple embarked on what was to become a hell ride on the outskirts of Uniondale in the Karoo. Rue was asleep on the backseat of Oberhauser's Volkswagen Beetle when her fiancé lost control of the car in stormy weather. The car rolled on the Verandas Willemoor Road, roughly 20 kilometers or so from the Uniondale and that killed Rue. Yet according to some motorists, Rue can still be seen waiting on the side of the road, waiting for the return of her fiancé, or possibly a lift from someone else to her final destination. Now according to several reports, motorists driving along the desolate stretch of road at night have come across a woman hitchhiking, and this woman, who apparently fits the description of Rue, asks for a lift. Now being in South Africa, not everyone's just going to stop and just give a hitchhiker a lift. However, for those that do oblige, they find something really interesting. A few kilometers down the road, Rue suddenly vanishes. Some shook motorists have described a woman's laughter and then a sudden cold chill in the air. Just thinking about that is creepy enough. Um, I personally would never stop and give someone a lift, especially at night time. But if I did... And she was sitting in the car next to me and she just vanished. I Tell you what I'd be heading straight to the nearest church and be saying so many different prayers (laughs) Or just driving like a bat out of hell. That is crazy Next up the Nottingham Road now in Nottingham Road It also has the oldest pub in the KwaZulu-Natal Midlands and according to some patrons of the pub a beautiful ghost called Charlotte now Charlotte basically well, let me tell you about the myth. The myth revolves around the Nottingham Road Hotel, a 19th century prostitute who plied her trade at the establishment and a handsome British soldier. It's a love affair which was doomed from the beginning. Charlotte, who was a prostitute at the Nottingham Road Hotel, fell in love with a British soldier. and This happened sometime in the late 1800s. And there are two urban legends which detail Charlotte's ultimate untimely demise. Now, in the first account... Charlotte finds out that the soldier, with whom she is madly in love with, has recently been killed in battle. Overcome with sorrow, Charlotte flings herself of the balcony's hotel, dying of her injuries. The second account states that Charlotte was killed by a defaulting customer who turned violent and threw her off the balcony. Now, either way, patrons and paranormal investigators Firmly believe that Charlotte still walks the halls of Nottingham Road Hotel as a lonely apparition. She is apparently most fond of room number 10. Apparently, Charlotte speaks to children who stay at the hotel with their families. She is also known for mischievous behavior and enjoys unpacking bags, fiddling with light switches, and turning on water taps. Now, that doesn't sound like mischievous behavior to me if she's unpacking bags. As long as she packs them neatly afterwards, I'm pretty much happy with that. Now, international paranormal investigators, ghost hunters, filmed the Nottingham Road Hotel adventures in 2007. And the crew believe that Charlotte is a lost spirit trapped within the establishment and that she may even be joined by a ghostly pal. Possibly her boyfriend soldier. I don't know what you think about this story, guys. Let me know if you ever stayed at the Nottingham Road Hotel. The next story now takes place in the ocean, which on its own is a frickin' scary place if I could ever imagine one, just because we do not know what is lurking beneath the depths. But the Flying Dutchman, known in Dutch as the Flichende Hollander, is a legendary ghost ship, which is said to have been commanded by the Dutch East Company, VOC, in the 17th century. Now, over the last 200 years, many sailors have sworn to have seen the Flying Dutchman complete with periodical appropriate crew as well as the captain sailing the world's stormy seas. Now, legend has it that the ship sank off the coast of the Cape of Good Hope near Cape Point, and according to our witnesses, the ghostly ship appears on stormy nights when the well is rough and gale force winds prevail. It's been said that the ghostly crew of the Flying Dutchman attempt to reach worldly onlookers by way of rowboats. Urban legend claims that Dutch captain Bernard Fokker commanded the ship around the Cape of Good Hope but refused to turn around when the flying Dutchman encountered a monstrous storm. The stubborn captain swore he would pass Cape Point, even if it should take until the day of judgment. And I think they are still trying to cross the Cape Point because... There is multiple, multiple stories and sightings of sailors that have seen, well, claim to have seen the Flying Dutchman. So, yeah, guys, if you see a monstrous storm, turn around. Otherwise, you might come across the Flying Dutchman. Now, you think with me being South African, I would probably know how to pronounce this, but I don't. I have very bad at <laughs> of in school. So, let me try and see if I'm going to butcher this name any more than I should. And according to some, Fontaine is the most haunted town in South Africa. This tiny Karoo town is said to be home to a number of embattled apparitions, two of whom have found shelter in the Lord Milner Hotel. Let's meet ghost number one, Lucy. Lucy is, by all accounts, a timid ghost who has never checked out of the hotel room on the first floor. Patrons who have encountered the spirit say she is not frightening at all although quarrels can be heard coming from her room late at night. Naturally, when visitors enter the room to investigate, they find that the source of the disturbances are absolutely nothing, and no one can be found. Now, Lucy is joined at the Lord Milner Hotel by ghost number two, by the name of Kate. Kate is a ghost of a 19-year-old nurse, who enjoyed playing cards with British soldiers garrisoned in the old turret room. Nobody knows how Kate died, but patrons and hotel staff have reported strange happenings in and below the old turret room. And according to our witnesses, Kate is a restless soul who makes her presence known in strange ways. Brushing against people's shoulders, shuffling cards in the old recreation room and walking the narrow hallways in her old nurse uniform. Sexy? I don't think so. The last story. Oh, This is an absolute favourite one of mine, the Kempton Park Haunted Hospital. Now Johannesburg is scary enough even without the ghosts, but for intrepid urban explorers, the abandoned Kempton Park Hospital has all the makings of a horror movie. The hospital abruptly closed down the day after Christmas in 1996, and nobody knows why, which has only added fuel to the frightening fire. Medical files, equipment and specimen jars were all left in place over the years much of that has been destroyed or expropriated by local teenagers and the city's homeless yet remnants of the hospital's dubious past still remain a group of local ghost hunters documented their exploration of the abandoned hospital which just oozes eeriness it's like completely creepy guys if you go and see it and according to some the hospital psychiatric win is the haunted hotspot, with some explorers experiencing strange occurrences, including ear-piercing screams and dancing shadows. So there is rumours that the hospital is set to be demolished, but with COVID, I think that has been postponed a little bit. And one of my things added to my ghostly bucket list along the pilgrim's rest is going to the hospital and exploring and finding out a little bit more about it, going inside and possibly filming. It is a little bit dangerous. Um, my best friend and I actually went there and chatted to the security guards and they were willing to let us in and turn a blind eye if we just paid them about 50 bucks or 100 grand and they would let us in. Now, the problem with me well, with that is that these guys know they're making money from people coming to see if the place is haunted. So in my mind, I don't know if some of the scary activity that happens there is down to the grounds, not ground stuff, but the security actually is trying to scare you so that you're going to in turn, turn your fri- tell your friends who will then want to come and have to pay to enter the building. However, I have driven past that night and I have seen some weird flashing lights coming from inside the, the grounds because the fence is broken down so you can see straight into the grounds. And that light looked like it was running towards my best friend and I that time. So we jumped in the car and we sped the hell out of there. And I would like to know what the hell is going on there if it really is haunted. So I think I'd like to do a whole episode just based on the, the Kempton Park Haunted Hospital and possibly go to the locals because there is houses running along opposite the hospital and just find out from locals have they experienced any weird noises, sounds coming from their place and see for myself what the hell is going on there.